Welcome to another edition of Post Post Game. I'm Matt Santini. I'm no, I'm not lost. I'm just wandering around another podcast these days, and delighted to have you with us, part of the Lower After Hours family of podcasts. It's PPG. Delighted to be joined uh, on this episode by Stupak. We haven't chatted in a while, and also with Capo. So Stupak, good to hear your voice and to run through some of the show stuff. No doubt, no doubt. Good to hear from you too, Mayor. What's going on? Just a whole lot of whole lot of good stuff down here in in sunny Cartersville, Georgia. A matter of fact, our uh, one of our favorite sons, uh, Trevor Lawrence, is going to be coming back to Atlanta this weekend to play in a preseason game. I don't know if he's going to get any snaps, but he looks much improved. I don't know about your Lions um, or if you claim the Lions. I'll take that as a no. No, the Lions, man, uh, <laughs> you love them, but you can't put your faith in them like a cheating spouse. You know what I mean? You just can't believe them. But, you know what I mean? I'm a Lions fan, but do I believe they'll win? No. Will I be crying after every loss? No. <laughs> it's interesting. I've got the same relationship with the Falcons. I started a few years ago, and I am I will not sit down and watch the Falcons, uh, for a couple reasons. The main reason is I don't want to say that I've wasted three hours of a Sunday afternoon for, you know, once the outcome usually turns in. The other thing is, is I'm friends with the uh, play-by-play host, uh, Wes Durham, who's been the play-by-play voice of the Falcons for years, and he's on the radio side of things. So I like listening to him and his partner, David Archer. And uh, so kind of, kind of a double whammy there. I, I plan on doing a lot more golf this fall now that the Falcons are starting to play. But enough of that. Capo, you are now with us. How are you tonight, sir? Obviously still working on the microphone, so we'll uh, off to a flying start. Oh, there we go. Perfect. I was Greg, I was Greg Cody in it. I'm trying to get this uh, this uh, knee brace off. Um, I finally sat down, so I figured yeah. I could breathe a little bit. But I, I was saying I had a, I had a take. Um, when it comes to fandom, uh, not necessarily uh, baseball or your relationship with the Falcons or Lions, but so my dad, he is huge Orioles fan. He watched every single game when we um, lost 145 games. Um, he can't watch anything now. He's afraid, um, too nervous, and. Um, is, is, do you guys get like that with any of your teams? Said Brace. I don't get that concern. I mean, I, I certainly root for my teams and certainly been fortunate enough, uh, suffered enough through enough Braves back when they were losing 100 games themselves, but then lived through the 14 years of you know division titles. Uh, yes, only one World Series to to claim, but I would, I don't feel bad about that at all. That many years of excellence and success. Uh, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to scream at my children or kick my dog once they've lost. So I don't, I, yeah. I try to separate the two. Being there all, all season long, all summer long, um, for that many years, it, it, I think even your fan base kind of got tired with the idea of showing up to a game in August because it was like, okay, we're, I guess maybe April or May is probably a better, uh, thing because by August and September, you guys were in the race. You know, and it was like, okay, maybe this is the year that they'll win the second World Series. Um, 
I mean, it was probably fun, but it was also probably torture, you know, because he's like, oh, for the fans that are, you know, oh, yeah, I want that. It, it, I believe it's coming. It's going to be there. And um, for Falcons and Lions fans, that's probably a miserable feeling each year, right? Sorry, a segment. I say or I wrote it back. It's to the it's to the point that um, you, devoid of emotion, I think, is what Stu Pock had kind of referred to the same thing that I said. I'm, I'm going to listen and keep an eye on it. And honestly, I'm a little bit where Mike Ryan is from the standpoint of when the Falcons decided that they were going to even pursue Deshaun Watson, took a pretty big shot at my fandom there and kind of disappointed that they would consider doing that. Even though the fact he is from Georgia and he was a ball boy for the team, uh, I think at some point there's things that are bigger than that. And I was disappointed. And so that's kind of taken a step back on my fandom. Yeah. Whew. But we were all, I don't want to, uh, you want to start with a, um, the topic I brought up in the car or do you want to start somewhere else? Well, I, I know you're in pain, but I'm in pain too. I, I'm, I've been told I'm now in for, uh, for phlegm and these are some very tiny shoes I'm having to squeeze in for my, so my feet are killing me. Absolutely killing me into size five and a half. Come on now. I'm a, I'm an 11 and a half wide. Clem, if you can hear us, we're sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, Capo, go ahead and, and, and bring up your lopping. Uh, well, um, the show touched on one earlier this week about, um, who you would go on a road trip with, um, and, to wear, or we could go with, um, your, your method in the car of, um, telling somebody how far away you are when you're not necessarily, um, that far away. I, I, I worded that terribly. So, well, I guess the answer to your first, are you saying an, another member of the Lauer after hours family who we would go on a road trip with? Yeah, I guess road trip with, and where would, where would we be going if, you know, whoever you would pick. Hmm. Well, we have no idea where beep has been hanging out for these last several months, but if he were to ever be relocated again, I can see myself and beep, uh, driving around to major league baseball cities or more, probably more accurately, minor league baseball cities and finding little obscure, crazy places that, uh, I, I could see that happening. That'd be, that'd be a fun road trip. See, beep beep it text me um a while back and was talking about his fear of cars and being riding in cars now. So I don't even know if he'd even get in the car. Um, you know, at this point. Uh and I wouldn't blame him. You know what I mean? It it can really uh really scare you sometimes in, you know, accidents. Get um, one of those motorcycles and he could ride in the sidecar. Yeah, that we, might be a little safe. We would be playing the Canotes game throughout all of uh, well, down in his area of the wood in Texas, we just drive through, you know, the 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 south and the southwest, playing the Canotes game over different uh, different topics. <laughs> yeah, that's the time. Maybe maybe the Madden the Madden Cruiser, the Madden Bus. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Or the yeah. the, the boom the Boomer Booger Mobile. What did they call that thing? Yeah, that I think that's been decommissioned, but um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you'd ever really say you want to ride in a booger mobile. Yeah, that's why it was hard. It was hard to get out. You know, but you know, as, the other thing is, well, 
I think it'd be fun to hang out with Stupak. He goes to a lot of different places and sees a lot of different things and has a very interesting job. So I would like to, uh, that would, that would be fun to kind of hang out and drive around with him and just kind of watch him do what he does. No doubt. Might be a little dangerous though, buddy. Oh no, no. I, it'd be dangerous for you. I'm, I didn't say I was going to do the job with you. I'm saying I would, I would ride with you and like cheer for you while you were doing what you do. <laughs> Everybody should if they like their Wi-Fi, yo, they 5G, all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, your boy Stupak, a shout-out and a follow, yo, if you like the internet service. And if you don't like it, not my fault. Tell them pay us to come face it. <laughs> Blame the engineers, right? Oh, don't get me started on them clowns, man. Please don't. I'm going to leave them alone today. So what about you, Stupak? Road trip uh, thoughts and destinations? Road trip. I say I'd take the road trip. Probably with uh steak sauce, yo. Just because I know he's gonna be clowning the whole time if we're on a road trip. So he's gonna keep the party going. I'm rolling with steak sauce. And it don't matter where we're going. I'm gonna go wherever the party takes us. Okay. What was the second part of that, Capo? I'm trying to remember. Um, we, so, Pac, what do you um, if you're like uh, 30 minutes away from somebody and they're expecting you a little bit sooner? What what is Pulling your up. Pulling Pulling up. Up. right around the corner? <laughs> right, right around the corner has has always been my go-to. Yeah, I'm, 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 if I'm at home, I'm gonna say in route. <laughs> so I would probably use the, I might bend the truth and go, you know what? There's an accident or, you know, or I'm backed up in traffic. I left in plenty of time, but there's a, there's an accident that's slowing me down. Um, but I, I will go back. And of course I'm older, oldest member of the group here, but one of the things that was probably the, the stupidest thing in the eighties before there were really cell phone, well, before there were cell phones and really any kind of remote communication was was curfew and there's so much of a emphasis on kids being safe drivers but i couldn't tell you i had to be home at 11 o'clock and there were a lot of times i was you know playing kissy face with my girlfriend till 10 50 and she lived 15 minutes away there, there was a lot of unsafe you couldn't call and say hey i'm running a little bit late but you had to be home by then and man there was an awful lot of unsafe driving that was going on uh you know, to, in order to get home so that you wouldn't be one minute late, you you pretty much were risking your lives. It's much better today where you've got a cell phone where you can just kind of go, hey, I've had a had to stop for gas or come up with something. But usually I, I'll, I might make up a reason, but I'll give them the accurate time that I've got to that I, when I'm going to be there. Now, I was you had a good point, but the sweet spot for the cell phone has gone in the past. As a parent, you have a tracker, you know where they at. Hey, bro, I'm not going for none of your lies. I know, like, so kind of this, that's over with. You feel me? If you're not in route, when I tell you to be in route and you this far away, I can call your phone and be like, hey, dog, get home. Or a young lady, come home. You know what I mean? So it's just did the cell phone kind of kill the game for the kids, I feel. You know, it sure is hard having side conversations on the chat while you're trying to do this. <laughs> but we got it. We got it rolling, getting a little yeah. bit of canoting going on. 
one thing that does play on the same thing, I'll ask both of you this, and this was a topic of the show last week, uh, and it was also part of the Marty Smith show, the discussion of travel snacks and drinks. When you're going on that road trip, what is the go-to snack or what is the thing that you'll eat if you're on a road trip that you typically would not eat otherwise? That's funny. Um, they stole our show. Cause we, we did that show, um, I don't know, a month or two ago. I said granola as a great answer. Um, that was because I was stuffing my face with granola as we did the show. That's <laughs> the only reason. It had like coconut shavings in it and little pieces of chocolate. Oh, man, I can't remember what the name of it was. Um, but um, I think a lot of us went with the little cheese and crackers um, as great road uh, road trip snacks. Um Man, I had another thought about what we were talking about before that, but as soon as I found out that somebody else did our show, I got happy. Like, yes, they're copying us. <laughs> hey, a lot of things look good on a road trip where you're starving and hungry and don't have that many options. Because this happened at work where I go somewhere and I go in the gas station and be like, man, nothing looks good. So I just won't get nothing. And somebody else might get a gang of snacks and halfway through the day, they gripping through their snacks and I'm looking over like, man, that looks so good right now. But I hold off, you know what I mean? I don't eat, I don't ask for nothing. I usually don't eat throughout the day. That's probably a problem too. I just wait till I get done. But I don't like that having the shit feeling at work. So I just wait. Hmm. We usually stop uh, after our high, high school football started this last Friday down here and me and the, the two guys that I work with, we usually stop at somewhere to grab something on the way home and got a, if you've had one, a chocolate covered payday, pretty darn, pretty darn good. Mm. I recommend it. I recommend it on road trips. However, there's two things that I, uh, well, there's one that is an absolute staple and that is the blow pop. Yes. Because about 30 mm. or 45 minutes into the ride, I'm getting a little bit tired, getting a little bit you know, kind of drifting a little bit. That blow pop doesn't matter which flavor I go sour apple baby it did tie up a tie up a little bit of time get a little sweet going get that gum going and uh get a little sugar shot get everything going back again the other one is a um and i don't do this unless we're on a multi-day type of thing but um a slim jim or some kind of beef stick totally um, totally unhealthy but uh yeah i just I had to stop and get those for my for my wife um on our last trip uh I'm like, why are you eating these things? That <laughs> now they're like four or five dollars at the regular gas station, you know, whatever store you're around. And uh, I'm like, it seems so expensive just for, um, you know, Benny and the Jet Rodriguez, Bike Ryan Ruiz. I love out of context connoting. Yes, that's. Uh, it seems like you you did that pretty good. One thing I want to go back to that is a total. Um, Side callback, not really an awful lot of comment to be made on it. But last week, Smetty, there was a brief conversation about people named Matt. And she said that there were too many Matts. And I'm just, I'm here to tell you, Smetty, that's a dangerous game you're playing there. <laughs> cannot have, cannot have too many Matts. That simply does not exist. Uh, she, she was so wrong about something this week, but I forgot what it was. So I will address it later on. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing that a lot of them were, were wrong about was Miracle Whip. There was a discussion about that as to whether or not it was actually mayonnaise or not. And Miracle Whip, for a while, it does not anymore. 
But for a while, Miracle Whip actually said on the container it called itself salad dressing. Now, oh. I don't know anybody in their right mind that would put that crap on a salad. Of course, I don't know anybody in their right mind that would use that stuff anyway. I thought you were going to say, I don't know anybody that would eat a salad. They were from Georgia. There ain't nobody eating salads down here. That would have been funny. I, Even if it was I know it doesn't look like it, but I, 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 I eat a lot of salads, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love me some broccoli, but I, I just I can't eat lettuce straight up. That's a show for another day. Whenever uh, Pam gets here, we can do our accent talk like normal beat. Oh, uh, like beat wanted to do. There, I saved it. Hey, can I uh, address beta shit like real quick? Yeah. <laughs> every time I and I don't even watch this dude's show, but every time he pop up on my YouTube feed, bro, it's always him hating on something, bro. Hating on Dan, hating on Game of Thrones. Hating on something else, bro. And I clicked on the Game of Thrones just to see what that was talking about because it just popped. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me see what you talk about. Man, he talking about women getting hell back. Like some, it was some BS. And I'm like, oh, back in the day like that, they was like, you forgot women just got to be able to vote and like do stuff, bro. Quit acting like this is some propaganda that they trying to put out to the, no, bro, this is how it was back in the day. Especially them times when people cutting people heads off and ain't no police or nothing bro yeah dog women getting raped and all types of crazy stuff bro like i don't know man he always be hating bro and i don't like it dog i don't like it one bit what did he have to do with the wire was he in it or something like he did did he play like a a journalist I know Mike said something about his association with the wire, and I was like, I don't oh, even know. I'm not, I'm not hip to any of his associations. Like I say, I ain't hip to him like, like that. But every time know. he come across my feed, he be hating, bro. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. But I guess he, I gotta he, start hating on YouTube too, so we can get on. So I'm hating he, on beta, beta shit lock. Let's go. <laughs> he he said some things about Lamar, and I I was like, who's this guy? I, I think he was on one of the maybe ESPN some some period of time. And when I seen he said something about Lamar, I, I've muted him and I ain't seen him say anything since. So when everybody brings him up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the guy who said something about Lamar. What the fuck's he saying now? And I know he's he said a bunch of crazy shit since then. Um, so I, I, I got to miss all that because I had I've had him muted for a very long time now. Yeah, he's trying <laughs> to be like a chill Colin Cowherd. You feel me? Without all the animation. I think that's kind of what he'd be going for, bro. That that's yeah. a great point. I think what he's trying to do is is very similar to what Stephen A. does, and similar to what Colin Coward does is make the outlandish statement. Get you know his job is to get stuff that goes viral and to get under people's skin so they react to it. And so he got you today on that uh, relative to House of Dragon. Now, did, uh, Stu Parker, you a Game of Thrones person? I was not an original. I jumped on the bandwagon and I really only did it because I was working on the road and everybody that I was working with always talked about it. They get hyped about it. So I'm like, all right, bro, let me just start watching it from the beginning. <laughs> and it was crazy because I'm like watching it kind of half watching it and not really paying attention. But I knew uh I forgot the daddy name, but I knew dog name, the father, you feel me? Stark, the Stark. Yeah, Stark was the name. And he died at the end. And I'm like, man, hold on, wait a minute. Like he was the main character, bro. Let me go back and watch. What did I miss? So that's what kind of really got me on it, is that they kill, like, they kill people. It ain't no, oh, you gonna make it no matter what. No, dog, you will die. You feel me? So I kind of like that. So yeah, I jumped on the Game of Thrones after that. I liked the first episode. It wasn't too shabby to me. You feel me? It gave me enough to keep me watching. 
Kappa, so what about my, you? So my only experience with Game of Thrones is through South Park. Um, they made an episode where um, the dragons are coming, but they never, ever get there. And it shows a bunch of penises. And they make fun of how much penis it shows in the episode. So that's my only experience with Game of Thrones. How uh, how close on was South Park? Um, or were they just completely off? Definitely a lot of nudity. Okay. Did, yeah. did the dragons ever show up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dragons all through this new one, too. So, yeah. Hey, that's why I quit watching Euphoria, though. I had this little chick over here, and she cut it on. And I'm, like, doing other stuff throughout the house. And then I, like, walk in, and it's, like, a dude naked, like, taking a dump. You feel me? And it, like, it was funny because he like, yeah, you cute, but I'm still about to take a dump. So I started laughing, like, all right, this is funny. But then I come in again, and then it's, like, another penis on the screen. So I'm, like... All right, bro. Like it's enough of this. Like this is too much. Yeah. Like I done walked in here twice and just seen penis on the show. It's the same show. It's over. Like, yeah, I, I think pe- penis is in right now. I know Jess was saying the other day that I think uh, that that butts are in, but uh, the penis has been in for a very long time. Which is, yeah, that that's pretty much on brand for Hollywood, you know. Yeah, well, that reminds me of the dicks and butts uh, mentioned today, but we'll move on from that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm getting ready to make you so angry. I, uh, I watched the first couple episodes of game of Thrones and my wife didn't enjoy the soft porn nature of it. And the few as the story was getting developed, not that she's a prude, but it just wasn't really what we were into on a Sunday night. We watched, <laughs> we watched the final season. We haven't watched anything else other than the final season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so we watched it because there was this big delay. And so we're watching it with absolutely no frame of reference for what had happened to all the previous stuff and didn't know really any of the characters or how they had gotten to that point. But it was pretty entertaining television. So I, I have not watched House of Dragon. I, I guess I'll wait till the final season of that to watch that too. Yeah, that last season of Game of Thrones was hot garbage, like silly trash, yo. Like it was horrible, yo. That you would be a, about how they spoke. Like they didn't even speak the same in the last season. How they would normally would talk. It's kind of like in a couple scenes they kind of use like newer slang and stuff. We like, man, come on, bro. Like this is not it. <laughs> what this might this would probably be a topic for a better day uh, for another day to give us some time to think about it. But is there any other thing you can other shows off the top of your head that if you watch the first season and watch this last season? You one either wouldn't miss anything, or you would be able to keep you know pace. The Wire, you would not know what's going on if you watch the first season and watch the last season. The Wire. As I was, as I was saying that out loud, I was thinking, yeah, that's exactly that. The Wire would be one. Always Sunny, I think, would be another good one. So I've not watched either one of those. Is The Wire worth going back and watching? Yes, if okay. You can yeah. tolerate the profanity, though. I, like it's, it's, I think uh, I'll be able to handle it. Yeah, it's not as much nudity. It is some nudity. It's no penis, if I'm not mistaken. But it is a couple strip clubs. And, but that's uh, few and far in between. Yeah, I'm in the process of going back and watching The Sopranos. And mm-hmm. so I'm in, I'm in season five of that and watching that uh, that again. 
So once that gets finished, I don't know what, I don't know where I'm going to go next. And I may just go over to the wire and check that out. So despite what Mike Ryan says about it, like I said, he's the first person I've heard to really say anything bad about it. Now power. This is a TV show called power. Lots of sex scenes, tons of them. Oh yeah. I was going to say, have you seen uh, boardwalk empire? And that, that has a lot of sex scenes. Well, it's, well. Stupak, you brought up uh, Euphoria. That has an awful lot of nudity, and uh, it's also kids. Or <laughs> I say it's kids. There's actors that are younger than my daughter, so I have a kind of a difficult time, you know, uh, kind of ta- kind of yeah. taking that in. Yeah, that's definitely a uh, uh, that would definitely be an issue for me. Um, I. I was going to flip it within, you know, but then I was like, there's no need for a comparison. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you know, my son, I wouldn't want to, you know, any, but I don't think it makes any sense. Yeah. Well, in the storyline, hey. story I just can't relate. I can't really relate to all I, the drug use and all that. So I was just trying to relate and say my son and I got caught up in the air and I'm like, I don't think this would have any context or make any fucking sense at all. So my thing of just trying to back up somebody's statement backfired on me right there. <laughs> Great time for it, though. Everybody can laugh. That was good. No doubt. Hey, Capo, <laughs> if you had to guess, what would you think my favorite South Park episode is? Mm. So. Hmm. I'm going to give you time to think. Mayor, have you ever watched South Park or Family Guy? Uh, well, yes, I've watched uh not much South Park. I mean, I've watched I've watched plenty of episodes, but I more of a more of a Family Guy type of person than South Park. I think it's pretty well written. Uh, it hits at religion a little bit harder than I'm comfortable with. All right, all right. So the, the Braveheart episode, and there's there. I mean, the ones I've watched, I've really laughed at, but. Um, Sometimes too uncomfortably so, and sometimes I feel bad for laughing at the things I'm laughing at. With South Park, you you come to realize what you're laughing at and why you're laughing at it, and then you'll be like, "Yeah, that that was you know kind of fucked up what they just said." And then like one of the kids will explain it in the like you know how what seems like pure and good, and then you remember, oh yeah, okay, it's just satire. You know, because they're they more so call out, uh, you know, the call out what's wrong in society more so than, you know, projected. And it just society's got so much more insane and crazy than South Park could ever write. Um, But that being said, uh, Pac, um, is it uh, R. Kelly's closet episode? No. Hell no. When Butters became a pimp, bro. Dude, I was going to say, nah, that ain't right. I was going to go with a Butters episode, but um, can I say Butters Bottom Bitch? That's the name of the episode. That's the title of the episode. I didn't, it, I, I, I didn't say anything. What's that old uh, Mad Dog thing? I didn't talk to anybody. I, <laughs> I can't remember what the fuck it is. That's not um, even Mad Dog. That's Mike Greedy. They can tell you. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting a thousand over here. You know, I, I can't miss. Um, but yeah, the uh, that actually is one of my favorite. I love it because like, what's butter keeps uh, butters keep saying? Um, 
yes, I do think I know what is up. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I know what you are saying. No, when they was in class, bro, and he was Man, like, I'm hey, yo, you over here kicking stand for free, and you could be making some real money out here. He like, hey, dog, quit talking to my girl like that. He like, all right. He like, hey, bro, here go $100. If dog come by me, beat him up. <laughs> I'm like, dog, this is stupid. But all right, let's get back to the show. My bad. Oh, my God. So I cannot believe I just butchered that. So a couple, a couple of last little things. We talked about road trips a little bit either earlier today, and they they mentioned the Twine Tour. Did you, you remember when they were talking about road trips and going on on the Twine Tour? This guy that uh, created a two thousand or a two ton ball of twine, and uh, the line of the week was Billy saying, uh, or Smitty was saying, you know, this guy started saving his twine. And after a couple of years, it had grown to be two tons. And he said he did it because his mom told him not to waste and not to be waste, not to waste anything. And mm. Billy chimed in, except time, because it was the biggest freaking waste of time. It slipped through a lot of people, but it was so well-timed. But it did make me think, I've got a very talented lady that I work with, uh, both in the radio and the theater. And she is uh, she can do what's called sheep to shawl. Which means she could literally take the uh, the wool off of a sheep. She can spin that and turn it into wool, and then make a shawl out of it. She, I mean, every step of the process, dyeing the wool, doing it. One of the most creative and talented people that I know. She went down to, I believe it was Mobile, Alabama, to go to a. She flew down, took a day off, went down to go to a museum because they were having an exhibit on cotton. And was so excited that the museum guy was going to give her a, a personalized tour. And and again, she flew on an air. She took made a trip, flew on an airplane to go somewhere to see an exhibit on cotton. And that just kind of reminded me of the twine tour of just different interesting places or some places that people find interesting. Tickle the twine. Well, say, that, say, that, say that again. Tickle the twine. Tickled the twine. Very good. I'm back. I'm back. She she was all wound up about it. <laughs> mm. uh, before we get out of here, I want to get your comments on this. Two words, beer straw. Mm. What do you got, Stupak? I mean, mine was three, three letters. WTF, man. What the is that, man? What is it? Why you need a straw? No fruit and beer, no straws and beer. Where does this come from? I don't know. Did he, Explain did he break his straw? Like, did, did the straw break and he was able, unable to drink it that way? And that's why he stuck the straw through the hot well, dog to make the hot dog a straw? Well, you wouldn't have been drinking your beer with a straw either. It was it, it was a beer. You don't stick a straw in beer. I don't know anybody that ever has. Where the fuck he, did he get the beer, the straw from? Well, the, I guess from the, from the concession area. The two things that I did, I commented on. <laughs> Actually, I, as I like to say, he was straw dogging it. But <laughs> the two things that I replied to, to Roy's Twitter comment, I made a comment on that was there's two things that came to mind. Is it's fairly impressive. I haven't tried this, but I think it's it's fairly impressive that he was able to stick the straw in both ends of the hot dog and had them line up enough so that, I mean, he got it on the first try. He made the, he, you know, he made both ends meet on the first try. And then it got me to thinking is the guy a urologist. 
Yeah, I was gonna say he knows his way around a dog, right? Around a wiener. Uh, evidently so. Huh. I don't, there's the questions abound on that. Now, what does straw dogging consist of? <laughs> well, was just, it was just to take off on raw dog. He just took that. He used that dog as a straw. So <laughs> now we did have a question in the chat. Do you ever put peanuts in beer, or is that a southern thing? Uh, the southern thing to do is to put peanuts in a, a Coca Cola, or usually an RC cola. Is the is the thing. Oh. I've never done it. I don't know why you would. I wasn't born in the South, and I didn't grow up doing that. Nor do I like boiled peanuts. So I think the I think the show looked this up a while back. It was about like the workers. Um, they would put the peanuts in the top of the can. It was. I think. I think it has something to do with cleanliness, right? Oh, if we only had a producer here that had a better memory than me. Um, but I, I feel like the show. Um, went over and I thought it was like a worker thing, like a, like a Northeast thing or Eastern thing. I don't know. It could have been Southern thing. I've, I've, I'm, I'm like one for 10 tonight. So I'm probably wrong about this too. Hey, what is the worst thing that you ever ate while you were intoxicated and you just feel horrible for eating the next morning? I'm going to go first. So I'm super blow, right? I go downstairs. I think I'm getting some ice cream. I fill this cup up. You know what I mean? It's like full, thinking it's ice cream. I take like two or three big bites. And I'm like, man, this is disgusting, bro. And I just like put it down. I leave it on the counter. Go upstairs, lay down. Wake up the next day. Don't even remember it. I'm in horrible stomach pain. Like, oh, my God. My stomach hurt. My stomach hurt. My baby mama like, yeah, I bet your stomach do hurt. You ate half a cup of butter last night. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh, and then just the thought of it made me feel even sicker because I just remember I did eat like two or three big scoops. And I'm like, it's a half a cup and it was a full cup. Oh, my God, I ate too much. Like, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the premise of your question a little bit to give you what, what I think are pretty decent answers. I'll give you the answers and you can tell me if they're decent or not. I one night in, in Statesboro when I was at college at Georgia Southern, uh, tried to eat at about two 30 in the morning, the waffle house, or it was actually a huddle house chili. No, it was waffle house. It was Birch chili. And the waitress looked at me and she said, you, you really don't want to do that. And I was like, yes, I do. I want that. Chi- I want to eat some of that Birch chili. Give it to me, give it to me. And she just looked at me and she, she refused to serve me the chili because she knew, she knew there was something wrong with it or what it was going to do to me. So that woman may have saved my life. But I, that was something I tried to eat when I was drunk that I'm certain I would have regretted. But that angel stopped me from, from self-loathing that would have followed. Now, I've got a worse story about something I ate, and I wasn't even drinking. I'd gotten home from football practice, and my older brother was there. And I said, what's in this container? He says, it's, you know, it's like a chip and dip kind of He's got some dip. So I sat there at the kitchen table eating this. And it tasted terrible. And I, but it didn't stop me from eating it because, well, look at me. And I'm sitting there munching away with chips and dip. And I finally said, God, this tastes like shit. And he starts laughing. And my mother goes, What are you doing? She goes, That's pancake batter. (laughs) So, stone cold sober, I sat there and ate about 20 chips that were dipped in pancake batter. 
Oh man, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I've 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 matured a little bit since then. If only it fried. If only it was fried up. You know, it would have been a great meal. Oh, but anyway, um, I have an answer, but it's going to end the pod. Well, it's got to end at some time. Why don't you do it? No, uh, no, I won't put her out there like that. Um, so, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Anyway, um, man, I don't really have any stories like that. I have a, a, a disgusting one from being drunk, but I feel so bad. Um, it'll definitely end the pod. Well, that, that was um, kind of the question, so go ahead. Go for it. Sure. Um, and my answer of Amanda is going to look so much better after this answer. Um, I... Uh, in my room, it was like on the third floor of, of a house and um, it, to walk down six flights of stairs to go to the bathroom in front of, uh, you know, a bunch of other people. Sometimes you just have to go in a bottle. Um, I went in a Gatorade bottle one night and uh, when I was intoxicated, uh, one of my son's friends from baseball came into our room and drank the Gatorade container that was behind the door next to the trash can the bag so it was for don't me make excuses that. that's child abuse cap that yeah i know and he so the kid the next morning says yeah i drank the gatorade that was behind the trash can mm. and he's like i think it tastes like piss and i'm like no that was just orange gatorade and i'm like you gotta be fucking shitting me this kid came into my house and, and while we were in my room he was in the house you know staying the night and why he wouldn't go to the fridge and get everything else out of there. I, I just, I, I felt so bad and I was trying not to laugh the entire time. What is he, a raccoon? What's he foraging in the garbage for, for drinks and food? Exactly. Cap, he didn't put it in the garbage. He did not put it in the garbage. It was next to the garbage. You have to listen to the story. It's a little Stugatz and everyone. He pissed in a bottle, left it laying around and the little kid drunk it. That is child abuse, bro. You should have threw that nasty shit away. Lazy ass. Go try to blame the child. Do you hear this? He's blaming the child. He wasn't even supposed to be in our room. <laughs> well, Capo, make- you're right. That's that's going to end it right there. I don't know. I mean, there's nowhere to go but up, but we're going to just stay in the gutter. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to Post Post Game. Thanks to Stupak and Capo. And again, check out the other podcasts and the Lower After Hours family of podcasts, Midweek Menches, along with, uh, what's the other one? Laughter the Club. Also, hey man, Cinema listen to Beth us. It's only us. To there back. can only be one, just like the Highlander. <laughs> Thanks for coming out to Mayors. Thank you. We good. <laughs> and if you're looking for gear, gear go to shop.lowerafterhours.com or go to my buddies at Guillermo Mafia. You can see, guys, you can't see this in the audio medium. Wearing my uh, Pipo Gallo shirt, courtesy of Guillermo Mafia. They ran the old uh, the, the Cristobal uh, interview back earlier where Pipo made an appearance and they wanted to change Sebastian to uh, the Pipo Gallo. So wearing that in, in his honor tonight. So again, that'll do it for post-game. Post Mayor Matt, along with Capo and Stu Pock. We'll catch you next time. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. 
We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.